Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. New beginning, let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby said she wanna go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that. Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 214 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden, coming to you before the Padres take on the Washington Nationals in the nation's capital. It'll be a three-game series. Uh, I wanted to just have an episode here today to talk about a couple Padres topics. Uh, We haven't had one in a couple days since, what was that, Wednesday, uh, when the Padres won that series uh, against the San Francisco Giants. That was a good series to win. Uh, Finally got that offense rolling in the last two games. Uh, But since it's been a couple days, wanted to do an episode and it's not like I'm just talking about nothing. There are a couple updates here uh, with Peter Seidler talking about a Juan Soto extension and then uh, a Fernando Tatis Jr. update, which uh, happened a little bit this morning. Uh, Bob Melvin, Padres manager, maybe he told too much of uh, you know an update on Fernando and maybe he uh, shouldn't have. He was kind of mentioning that on his interview with Ben and Woods this morning on 97.3 The Fan, uh, but we will get to that. After we get to Seidler's comments, and I want to go through quickly, you know, a couple uh, possible extension offer, like the structures of those extensions and how that could happen. The extension's not going to happen today or anything like that, as you'll hear about in Peter Seidler's comments. But it's always fun to talk about because we always want, we're always, you know, looking at the future, right? And until Fernando got his extension, we were like, okay, how is this extension going to work, right? And then 
once we get Soto, obviously, we know that he's here for two and a half years. But as a fan, it's like, man, we gave up Wood and Hassel and Susanna and Gore and Abrams. And it's like, yeah, even if he's only here for two and a half years and three pennant races, cool. That's great. He's Juan freaking Soto. But you'd obviously want him to be here for his whole prime, right? And be here for a decade, right? Uh, so we'll talk about that. In fact, uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, but first, the sponsor of today's episode is Gaglone Bros Famous Cheesesteaks and Garlic Fries, sponsor of the show, really. Uh, you can visit gaglionebros.com to view their entire menu, uh, the address on Friars Road. They're also inside Petco Park as well during the Padres season. Uh, I believe they're going to be in Snapdragon Stadium as well. I'll probably have to check on that. Uh, but yeah, they're going to have multiple. If they are, that's going to be multiple locations inside uh, stadiums in uh, in San Diego, and then their Friars Road location. Uh, did I just say Friars Load? Friars Road location. Uh, great cheesesteaks, great garlic fries. I recommend you check them out. All right, let's get to the topics today. Peter Seidler, he was talking with um, a reporter for the New York Times, Scott Miller. Uh, I think it was this week at PECO, and he was just talking about uh, Juan Soto and uh, what are Peter Seidler's priorities. And this was a quote from Peter Seidler to Scott Miller. Quote, the big challenge for us is to play winning baseball, number one, and number two, play it out and see when the best time is to talk to Juan about an extension. It's all new to him right now. It's not going to happen anytime soon, but you want him here long-term, period. So, uh, you know, reading that, I obviously love that. You know, I know that an extension, it's not going to happen right now, right? Juan Soto, he literally just got here. Uh, you know, it hasn't, it's been like a week. And now he's already back in Washington, right? So I'm sure the Apple TV Plus broadcast is going to just keep talking about Juan Soto in Washington and his return pretty much the entire night. And it's on Peacock on Sunday. So they're probably going to be talking about that again because they're going to act like no one else knows this yet. And it's a national broadcast, so they have to bring it up again. So it's going to be a lot of that this weekend, which uh, I'm fine with because he's, you know, Juan Soto's a padre. Uh, but maybe listen to the radio if you don't want to hear that. Um, but getting back to Seidler's comments, I, I liked it. You know, obviously, number one is winning and to play winning baseball. And we know that the ownership, we know that A.J. Preller in the front office, they know that winning right now is number one because of the moves that they made at the trade deadline or before the trade deadline. You know, getting the best closer in baseball, um, getting Brandon Drury. And they, by the way, remember, they didn't stop after Soto and Bell. They went and got Drury, right? Where fans would have been happy having Soto and Bell. No, they went and got a 20-plus home run guy who should already have four home runs in a week with the Padres already if he wasn't robbed twice. He has two. Homeward on Wednesday. A big uh, go-ahead three-run home run. So he didn't just stop there, which we love to see. Uh, so they're trying to win right now. You know, haters under control for this year and then next year. Soto for two years after this year. So we know that window. You know, they extended Joe Musgrove, which some people might forget about because we're focused on the trades, right? Um, so they've done a lot of things to express to us fans that, hey, they're trying to win right now. Uh, they've raised season ticket prices because they've raised payroll, right? You want a Soto extension and all that? Well, 
you're going to have to expect prices to increase. Uh, I won't say how much my family's increased or anything like that, uh, but from what I saw on Twitter, like every season ticket holders, everyone increased by some amount. Uh, and I think fans, us fans, we have to be fine with that, and we have to expect that because we just brought in the best hitter in baseball. You got to expect prices to go up. You got to expect stuff to go up because they got to pay for it, you know? Um, and the Padres at the end of the day, they are a business too. Um, and so it's going to fluctuate, right? In 2017, 20 through 2021, where the team wasn't winning a whole lot when fans were in the stands. I know they won in 2020, but no fans were in the stands. When fans were in the stands, those that period, that time frame, well, prices pretty much stayed the same because the team wasn't winning. You, you can't raise prices. Like you can't be the Oakland A's where you sell away your whole team. You let Bob Melvin go to us, go to the Padres, and then raise season ticket prices. Like that's an idiotic move. You know, you're gonna lose season ticket holders with that. Um, so you gotta expect the increase in prices. Uh, but yeah, this team's trying to win right now. The ownership's trying to win right now, and you gotta love that. And then Sidler's comments about, you know, number two after winning, see when the best time is to think, uh, or excuse me, to talk to Juan about an extension. And he's right. It's all new to him right now. We already discussed that, how new it is. And he hasn't even been here in San Diego for a week. I know he's been playing for the team for a week, but, um, well, you know, it was about a week. Uh, and now he's back in Washington. So it's obviously very new. And so you don't go to him right now and be like, hey, Scott Boris, hey, Juan, let's sit down and talk about an extension. Like, he's got to get comfortable here. He's got to know his teammates, got to know the city, the fans and stuff before he talked to him. So I totally understand where Peter's coming from there, and that's understandable. And I love it uh, about, you know, him being honest. It's not going to happen right now anytime soon. But we want him here long-term, period. And maybe there were some fans that were questioning, hey, uh, the Padres, they traded all – these pieces they're going for it right now for the next three pennant races and then they're going to let Soto walk and who knows what James Wood does and all those guys do in Washington and they're going to be under control for double the amount of time that Soto is as a Padre and I understand fans that would be concerned about that but like right now we're trying to win it and even if they don't extend him like if they win a World Series I'm going to be fine with it we're all going to be fine with it because that's all we want is to win a World Series the city of San Diego's never had a championship uh, among those major market, those major, not market, those major sports leagues. You know, never has happened. Uh, and that's what we want. So ultimately, if Soto brings it here, I think we're going to be happy regardless of if he stays or if he leaves in free agency. Uh, but to definitely hear, you know, the owner confirm my belief and to, I guess, make fans that didn't believe that he you know really wanted to go extend Juan Soto make them feel happier uh, I think it's big and I, I love hearing Seidler say you know you know um look I know it's not gonna happen anytime soon but we want him here long term period and that's our number two priority behind trying to win right now you know uh, I'd love to see that I know he was talking with Marty Caswell I think it was the day of Juan Soto's debut, uh, and Marty asked something around the lines of, along the lines of, if uh, a five hundred million dollar contract does that like concern ownership or concern the Padres or 
does that ruffle the feathers of the Padres? And he was like, never. Uh, and that got a lot of play among fans, right? Oh my gosh, Peter Sider's going to be spending a billion dollars on three players, three superstar players. I mean, how how far this team has gone, right? And I absolutely love that mentality. It's like, for me, it's not my money to spend, uh, but I would obviously open up the checkbook for Juan Soto because he is Juan Soto. You know, like, this isn't like, this isn't Eric Hosmer. This isn't, uh, I don't know, James Shields or anyone like that, right? It's Juan Soto, the best hitter in baseball. And uh, you know that Peter Seidler wants to win. You know A.J. Preller wants to win with the moves that he made and parting with the guys that he drafted and the uh, the guys that his scouts spent so much time with and in, invested their time with and time in. Uh, and so you knew it was going to be difficult for Preller to make that move, but he made it because he wants to win right now. And so he's going to, uh, the owner of the team, Peter Seidler, the chairman, he's going to back that up. We know that he wants to win through all of the comments that he has made. And so his comments, I mean, I'm not surprised by the comments just because of we know that, that is, that's his attitude and we know that uh, right now he views nothing as like being impossible. You know, he doesn't view anything as, no, we can't, we're not open to that. We know that's not going to happen because we saw it through the Soto deal. You know, there were many teams that backed off of that Soto deal and said, yeah, that's impossible. We're not giving up that much. The Padres, they didn't. You know, they were aggressive, they were bold, and they went out and made the move. And, uh, you know, there's other free agents after this season, right? I think Jacob deGrom's on the market, Aaron Judge. Obviously, Judge doesn't fit the Padres because we just got Soto. Um, but there's free agents out there after this season, and you're telling me that Peter is going to be out on a Jacob deGrom or going to be out on other players that could fit this team and, and fill some holes uh, depending on how many uh, free agents leave the Padres, like I don't think they're going to be out on. I don't think Seidler, Preller. I don't think they're going to be out on those free agents because if you're going to be in on a five hundred million dollar contract, possibly to Juan Soto, and not turn that down and not say uh, that you're worried about that or say that no, he's only going to be here for three pennant races and then we're going to let him walk. If you're going to be willing to be open on those talks to bring him back then you're going to be open on anything, anything, you know, because that contract's going to be the biggest contract in baseball history if he gets the $500 million, you know. Uh, so very, very encouraged by Peter Seidler's comments. Not surprised. Uh, these comments don't guarantee that extension's going to happen or anything. But uh, I think it's reassuring to some fans that maybe thought we're only getting three pennant races, and that's the only possibility uh, that was going to be the only possibility when we got Soto. Uh, it reassures them that, no, that's not the only possibility. Peter Seidler, the Padres, they're going to try to bring him back, and that's their number two priority uh, behind winning, playing winning baseball right now. You know, um, And some possible extension structures, offers, long-term, obviously, could be like $500 million. We know Scott Boris wants that to be the biggest contract in baseball history. Uh, could be... I would think 14 years, 500 million. Maybe that's an offer there, just rounding up, rounding the number to 500 million. 14 years, I, I put out that number 
just because the AAV would be $35.7 million a year, uh, which would be more than Mike Trout's 35.5 AAV. And I know that doesn't seem like much, but with Scott Boris, uh, you know, obviously with that Juan Soto $440 million extension offer the Nationals gave him, they saw the AAV and it was nowhere near the top guys in baseball. And so I think the Padres would have to eclipse and get in front of or higher than Mike Trout's AAV uh, with his $426.5 million contract, his $35.5 million AAV, get higher than that for Soto to stay. Uh, so 14 years, $500 million. I mean, that's obviously a big extension. And that's you know more than a billion dollars that you'd be giving to three players, investing in three players, Tatis, Manny, and Soto. Those are three very, very great players. Uh, but it's still, that's a lot of money for three players. Uh, a short-term offer, I think this, the Padres could offer both, to be honest. Um, or they could offer a shorter long-term contract, if that makes sense. Makes sense. I said stents. If that makes sense, more like 10 years or something like that. 400 million, you know, 40 million a year if, that, if they want to go that route. Um, or they could go short-term, really high AAV, even higher than $40 million a year. We know Max Scherzer got $43.3 million a year uh, with his Mets contract. And Soto's former teammates, and he and Boris probably think, hey, I'm Juan Soto. Juan Soto probably thinks, I'm Juan Soto. I'm a position player. I'm the best shooter in baseball. I play every day. I play in the field. I don't play just every five days. You need to pay me AAV. That AAV needs to be higher than a guy that pitches every five days, right? And so if the Padres need to obey to that, maybe it's much shorter extension, and they have them for five years, two years uh, after uh, this season, and then when he hits free agency or before he hits free agency, whatever, three-year extension worth $135 million a year. And that would be $45 million a year, uh, the AAV. That would be the AAV. Three years, $135 million total. Sorry if I said $135 a year. My bad. $135 million total over three years, $45 million each year, which would be higher than Max Scherzer's $43.3 million average annual value uh, in his contract with the Mets. And that would allow Soto to take another shot at free agency when he's 28. And that could be a win for him, too. He could actually be getting more money in total. You get the $135 million, and then let's say he goes out and gets, uh, I don't know, uh, what would that be? $350 million, another $350 million contract, whatever that would be. And we know that these free agent contracts, by that time when he's done with that three-year short-term contract extension, if that's what happens or whatever, Again, I'm just throwing this out there. I have no sources or anything. I, I'm not trying to act like I know anything. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Um, once that three years is done, price, you know, prices, free agent contracts, is probably going to inflate a lot. I mean, Corey Seager got, what, 300-something million this year, or this past offseason in a contract? Corey Seager. You know, like, it's just, I mean, Garrett Cole got $324 million as a starting pitcher. You know, so, um, yeah, it, the, the prices per year is probably going to be a lot higher than what it's going to be right now. Uh, but, yeah, so long-term, maybe it's something like 14 years, 500 million, or shorter-term, 
I know the Dodgers tried that with Bryce Harper, giving him short-term, really high AAV. He declined it and went with the Phillies' $330 million offer. Uh, but Soto, maybe, if he wants maybe to try to maximize his free agency, get three years higher AAV than Scherzer, and then go back out there when he's like 28 years old uh, and see how that goes. Those are just some possible extension offers that I'm just throwing out there. All right, let's get to the chat here. If you want to support the channel, uh, feel free to hit the uh, super chat button and uh, use the super thanks button for regular videos. I do have a breakdown video out on the YouTube channel right now uh, about Juan Soto and Manny Machado. Manny Machado, how much success he's having hitting behind Juan Soto in their first week or so, uh, hitting with each other in the Padres lineup, why that's happening. Uh, so I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, and I hope you enjoy that. Uh, but getting to the comments here, I hope everyone is enjoying their, what is it, Friday? Friday morning? Yeah, Solo Dolo makes a good point here. The weathers, the fans, or the weathers, the, the weather, the fans, chance to win, teammates, manager, culture, ownership, are all things Soto might fall in love with. I agree. Uh, it's hard for me to think of a player that would like hate being in San Diego, right? You know, Luke Voigt just got traded. They're going to see him uh, later today. They, or he, excuse me, he and his family, they were loving living in San Diego and Coronado. And then he got traded, obviously. Um, it, it feels like he wouldn't hate living in San Diego long-term. It's probably just going to come down to like the money. And maybe he doesn't want to sign an extension and he wants to be in free agency. As a lot of Boris people do. But there's also Boris clients that have told Boris, hey, I want to stay with this team and get me the best deal possible with this team. Steven Strasburg, Jose Altuve, uh, those are just guys that stand out, stick out to me, a couple examples there. Again, Boris works for the player. You know, it's not the other way around. I know a lot of times it feels like that because Boris, he's at the front and center and he's always in the public eye, but it is the other way around. You know, it's... Um, Soto, he tells Boris what to do, what he wants. So if he wants to stay in San Diego long term, he's going to stay in San Diego long term, I think, right? It's just, it's what he wants. Uh, yeah, Dustin here says negotiating a large TV contract with the team we have uh, will help long term. Yeah, I don't know what the Valley Sports TV contract is right now, but I've heard that it's a lot. Um, it's a lot cheaper for the Padres than, or like, or excuse me, Bally's paying the Padres a lot less money than like the Dodgers and the Phillies TV deal is. Let's see if I can find anything. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see anything in terms of Bally's TV deal and how much money it is to the Padres, like how much they pay to the Padres. Yeah, but I, I've heard that the TV deal, it's a lot less money than what the Dodgers are getting or what like the Phillies are getting or probably what like the Yankees get for their TV deal. And if it's a contract, the Padres have signed this deal with Bally. Uh, and it's signed through like 2026. So I'm just throwing out a year. Well, then 
maybe they can change it or they're going to have to wait until then, you know? So I don't know how much of an impact that would do to wait because Soto is going to be a free agent before 2026. He's going to be a free agent after 2024, you know? Okay, yeah, everyone in the chat is asking about the update on Tatis. So let me get to that. So Bob Melvin was on Ben and Woods this morning, uh, 97.3 The Fan, and he said at the very earliest he thinks Tatis could come back when the Padres return home at Petco Park next week. So we got the National Series this weekend, then they go to Miami for three games, then they have four games back at home against the Nationals, so Void will be making his return to Petco. Hopefully we give him a standing ovation. Um, four games for that. So Bomel says he thinks at the earliest Tatis could return August 18th. He didn't say August 18th, but that's when the Washington Series starts. So the Washington Series next Thursday, he thinks that's probably the earliest that Tatis could return. He said he was mentioning that he wants Fernando to get some more at-bats. Uh, he hasn't played center field yet, I don't believe, with San Antonio. He's been playing shortstop, mostly DH. I think a game had an off day yesterday. He's going to be back there today, so maybe he plays center field today. But he was playing shortstop the last couple games that he did play because of the weather. They didn't want him playing because uh, there was, I think it was raining, so they didn't want him playing in the outfield with the grass and all that. So uh, they just moved him back onto the dirt. And so he has not played center field yet. If they're going to play him in center field, which is what we're hearing, that they're going to play him switch time between center and shortstop, where uh, at shortstop, he'll play when like a righty's on the mound, so Grisham will go play center. And then when a lefty's on the mound, maybe you go see Kim play shortstop and you play Tatis in center. Uh, so if he's going to play center, um, you know, not just a one-off, but a good amount whenever a lefty's on the mound, it's not a concrete plan, by the way. I'm just saying this. this. This has been thrown out there. If that's happening, then he needs to get some reps, maybe equal or more reps in center field during this rehab over the next week before he comes back and goes and plays center field. Um, I know they threw him out there last year, and he got he had some weeks of work during rehab uh, with Wayne Kirby in the outfield and all that. But um, he probably wants to be better in center field. The Padres want him probably to play better in center field than he did last year, right, when the team was falling off a cliff because this team is contending and they need to win games, right? So, yeah, that's the update. If he did return next Thursday against the Nationals, hopefully he does. I'm going Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, so don't return Saturday. Return one of those three games. Uh, if he returns Thursday, next Thursday, August 18th, then he would play four, He would be available. He's, he's not, probably not going to play every one of those games or he'll DH those games uh, that he doesn't play in the field, but he would be available for 42 games if he comes back on Thursday. Which is obviously a lot less than we probably thought he was going to be available for when he had that injury. And remember, remember the timeline was like three months or whatever, and people and some reporters and the Padres were even like throwing out June as a return. Well, now we're in mid mid-August, which is two months later, you know. And he's still not playing yet. And we were like, uh, you know, maybe if you play 60 games, we'll be happy with that. Well, now he's going to play maybe 42 games or maybe be available at the big league level for 42 games. 
Are fans going to be okay with that? Like, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm sure a lot of fans are going to be okay with that. But I've heard some fans when I'm even at Petco sitting around uh, me and they're like, well, I'm pissed off at Tatis because of his motorcycle accident. And one even said, I'm going to boo him. Well, okay, you're going to be the only person booing and your, your boo is going to be drowned out by the cheers and the standing ovation he gets, by the way. But like, yeah, I was disappointed in Fernando when it happened. I didn't like earlier this year where he was playing soccer that aggressively and fell on his wrist. He was fine, but it just wasn't the best look. But look, it's kind of like family. Family, like at the end of the day, you still love them. He's still part of the family, and this guy is such an amazing talent. He's still one of the. He's one of us. That's what it feels like, you know. So, uh, no, I'm not gonna be mad at Fernando. Obviously, everyone's gonna give him a standing ovation. It's disappointing that he's only gonna be able be available if he comes back Thursday for 42 games, around 40 games, and then the postseason. But what I care about is that he's healthy when he comes back for the rest of the season. And what I really care about even more than that is that he's healthy when the playoffs come around because I do believe this team has the talent to get to the postseason. And if they don't get to the postseason, it's going to be a massive failure. And uh, that's that. Like, if he's healthy for the postseason and you have Soto, Manny, Tatis, Cronoworth, Profar, uh, Myers, Alfaro, Grisham, Kim, you have all these guys available. And then you have a rotation that's pitching better Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, like, sign me up. Yeah, Hater hopefully getting out of this funk because there's still time for him to get out of it. If you have all that, like, sign me up. Like, this team can go, I think, yes, the Dodgers are, right now, they're the Padres' daddy. You just got to say that. You know, how Pedro Martinez said the Yankees are his daddy years and years and years ago. That's what it is with the Dodgers right now. But circumstances will change if the team is healthy. Uh, and they go up against the Dodgers, I'll still be confident in the Padres that they could still give the Dodgers a run for their money in the postseason. You know, um, So what I care about is that Tatis is healthy. I think that even if he doesn't return next Thursday and he's available for less than 40 games this season, if he's healthy for those 30, 40 games, and more importantly, he's healthy for the postseason, that's what I care about right now. Because they're still in a postseason spot without him. I want him to be healthy when he comes back, you know? Um, all right, let's get through her. Before we get to the comments, I'll end with that. Uh, I wanted to just quickly touch on, for anyone that's wondering, uh, the National Series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, today, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, two games are not on Valley Sports San Diego. So I want to clear up how you can watch those games, how you can watch Saturday's game, all that stuff. So... All three games, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they are on the radio. Uh, Friday's game at 4.05 later today. I'll be back for the pregame show. Clevenger against Corey Abbott. This game is on Apple TV+. Plus. 4.05, so I think if you just have the Apple TV app on your phone, it's free. You just have the app. You have the login or whatever, and you can watch it. Uh, I think it's available if you go on to Apple TV or Apple.com or whatever. Uh, on your laptop or whatever. Just look up Apple TV, and there's probably a link there, and you can watch it as long as you have your login. That's how you can watch Apple TV. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, Apple TV Plus for tonight's game, that's at 4.05. Tomorrow's game, 4.05 uh, on Valley Sports San Diego, so that'll be just like normal. You uh, Darvish against Anibal Sanchez, so there's not really anything to talk about there. Uh, Mud will be calling that probably with Jesse Agler. Because Don is going to be in Texas, I believe, calling a 
the Rangers-Mariners national TV game on Saturday on Fox. Uh, I think that's the secondary broadcast of the Yankee-Red Sox game. And then Sunday, this is the Peacock game. So uh, it'll be Blake Snell, Paolo Espino on Peacock. So I think you just can pull up Peacock. There's the Peacock app on like an iPad or an iPhone. And then uh, you can just look up Peacock TV or whatever, probably on your laptop. Uh, if you have the Peacock app or whatever installed on your TV, you can pull it up there. Uh, Mark Grant, by the way, that's a positive. On Sunday, he's going to be doing the Peacock broadcast. I think they have one member of each broadcast team, which I think they should do for the Apple TV broadcast too, to be honest. Uh, I don't really have that much of an interest of listening to Katie Nolan talk uh, about the game, but that's just me. Um, I, I guess I'm we're just too spoiled with Don and Mud, to be honest. Um, and we have to lower our standards. But Sunday, that is a early game, early morning, 9.05 a.m. Pacific time. Snell against Espino. That's on Peacock. So today it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Tomorrow it's on Valley Sports San Diego. And then on Sunday, to, um, yeah, Sunday it is on Peacock. So that is this weekend. If the Padres don't sweep the series, probably most of us are going to view that as a failure. But if you're looking at it from like the Padres or you know the player, the Padres players' point of view, like they'll probably tell you that sweeping on the road, regardless of who you're playing, it's hard to do. And um, so, you know, look, I expect a sweep, but it's hard to, you know, how it's hard to complain about a par in golf. It's hard to complain about a series win uh, against the Nationals, or it will be at least. It's going to be hard to complain about a series win against the Nationals this weekend, uh, unless it's like Sunday and Snell pitches well and they have a 4-1 lead and the bullpen blows it. You know, and they pull a Josh Hader, right, and they uh, don't score any runs in extra innings and the Nationals go walk it off or something. Like, then maybe we could complain, right? Uh, but I expect a series sweep. All right, so we talked about Seidler and the – his thoughts on the Soto extension wants him here long term. That's his probably number two priority right now behind winning uh, right now, playing winning baseball. Um, and they just got to find the right time to talk to Juan about an extension. Uh, talked about Bowmel telling Ben and Woods that earliest, Tatis's earliest return is probably next Thursday when the team comes back home. And all right, we will end this episode with the chat. Long ball says he's going to the 18th game, praying Tatis comes back. I think we all are. Anyone who's going to the August 18th game, yeah, we're probably praying that he comes back then. Because that'll be, it's going to be like another Juan Soto day. You know, how is his, his debut was so electric? That's how it's probably going to be. Manny asked, do you really think it was a motorcycle accident for Tatis? Yeah, because that's what the reports are. I mean, I, I don't want to speculate and say, oh, he was, jumping into you know how he's post on his instagram sometimes how he's at the top of like rocks and he's jumping into water i'm not going to speculate that he did that or something like all we know it's it's a motorcycle accident kevin ac said it uh, i think that one espn reporter hector gomez or whatever i think he said it that's all we've heard so uh i think preller even said that pre uh before the season during spring training that it was a motorcycle accident so um that's all we can really say. So, yeah, I think it was a motorcycle accident.
Longball says you should do a watch party sometimes for games you're not going to. Like here on this, yeah, I saw John and Jim do that on the wrap up show on their YouTube channel. Um, I mean, I guess I could, but I tweet. I, I'm watching every game and I'm tweeting out clips of game of the game at uh, on the Twitter at Talking Friars on my Twitter account for the all my Padres stuff. So it would be hard to do both, and it'd probably be impossible to do both. Um, so that's probably going to be hard for me to do just because I, I like clipping out the highlights and I know that people wait for me to clip out those highlights and send them out on Twitter uh, for games that they're not watching because they want to get updated and they don't want to just watch the MLB app. They want to actually see the plays or if they want to see it again and share it on their Twitter. So I don't know if I'm going to do that, but maybe who knows. Brisk asks, what's wrong with Hader? I mean, he looked good against the Rockies his first time. He, he didn't pitch in a while. And he blew up against the Giants, you know? he uh, What happened? He just couldn't throw strikes. That's what happened. Kind of like Taylor Rogers did uh, those last couple times. Or he did throw strikes, and he just sucked, you know? Um, I, I'm not going to read in too much. I'm not going to read too much into his last outing where he blew it. First save situation, he didn't have it. Okay, he didn't have it, you know. But um, hopefully, easier opponent this weekend, he'll pitch better. Like, unless he blows up, like, multiple times in a row and it's, like, consistent and it's a track record with the Padres, I'm still going to have all of my trust in him, you know. All right, I think that's going to do it. Episode 214 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. It's been a pleasure. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. You can follow the social medias at Talking Friars on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, if you have not already for daily Padres content. Support the channel using the Super Chat button and the Super Thanks button in regular videos. I appreciate everyone for tuning in live. If you're on the podcast platforms listening, I appreciate you as always. Uh, if you're watching on replay on YouTube, I appreciate you as always. And I'll be back with the pregame show later today. And I'll see you guys later. Go Padres.